Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to Everyday Trekkies, the show where we talk about Star Trek, Star Trek and more Star Trek. Today we'll be discussing uh, episode 2 of Lower Decks. So let's start with our first impressions. Anshul, what is your first impression of the second episode? Which is not called Second Contact but called Envoys. It was fun. It was fun to watch that. Too many memorable scenes I would say. There were some aspects of the shows or the characters overall. Starfleet characters in general which I liked Starfleet traits. And there were some Starfleet traits which were like, this is not not at all Star Trek. Mixed emotions, I would say. Like, overall good fun. So, compared to first episode, did you like it more or less? I guess it's an ever-increasing thing. I liked it more. Yeah. I liked it more because, see, I got to know more about it. I, I love the Star Trek universe. I love what they're doing. There were certain scenes that were absolutely hilarious. There's nothing compared to that one. So, yeah. I loved it more, for sure. What about you? Okay, so I definitely liked it a bunch. I don't think I liked it as much as the first episode because the first episode was just more, um, you know, a little more about doing the exploration thing and dealing with other cultures whereas this one was like a classic things gone wrong type of episode it was good to see like another like proper you know Klingon and he wasn't like Discovery or Picard wala Klingon he was more of a next generation type like Worf wala Klingon where he just showed up and the first line he spoke I was like okay yes this is a Klingon like I was just like huh and you know then Boimler and Mariner get into trouble and they have to go look for him yeah it was more of a like chill episode I definitely liked it compared to the first episode a little bit less but I still think it was very good let's stick to the theme of going character by character going through all the four main characters and you know talking about the scenes that we liked things we didn't like some of your favorite moments and all of that so why don't we start with you so which character do you want to pick first let's go with Rutherford it was like more of a Rutherford focused episode so his whole thing was well first of all he has a bit of a crush on Tendi or maybe he's just like one of those Geordi types who's just like falling in love with every woman he sees Basically, so his whole thing was in order to spend more time with uh, Ensign Tendi, who was like not featured a lot in this episode, but that's okay. To spend more time with her, he basically goes on this quest to change his career path and find something else that he loves doing as much as he you know loves engineering. So he goes through these a uh, bunch of uh, these jobs, you know, the command thing, medical, and then security. And I absolutely loved all of that. First of all, the best thing I thought in the episode was how every time you know he says that he wants to change his career path and everybody almost seems like they're gonna you know yell at him but then they're like oh chill that's fine exactly like that was the best Starfleet characteristic I love I know like everybody everybody in Starfleet is so nice you know it was just it was like yeah this is the this is the Star Trek future you know that yeah. Gene Roddenberry wants even in uh, a situation where you see that in high profile cases in uh, when we are not seeing people from lower decks and there are only these you know chief of security and this and that and this and that they don't really change you know different fields 
right so you don't really know how much of an expert you have to be to be on a ship of this kind and what is the exact recruitment procedure for a candidate or for an ensign and the open attitude that they have he was interested in engineering so he did that for 10d he kept on switching jobs and everybody encouraged him like he excelled in lots of things lacking in some areas and absolutely worse in command <laughs> yeah the jnv protocol which is apparently like the jnv protocol is you throw all the children you know out of this airlock what that was a weird thing you know when i was watching the episode i could not for god's sake you know remember what jnv protocol was i just kept on searching and on the internet i could not find anything like how is that related to kids throwing out <laughs> I think it's they're just following the trope of you know Star Trek ex- all the simulations and exams in Star Trek being absolutely traumatic. Whenever something happens, it's just like oh the whole crew is dead. Now the kindergarten is dead. The pre-kindergarten is dead. Now all the children are ejected into space. And I love that Jack Ransom is like even though he's not mad at Rutherford, he's even more excited. He's like it's okay, let's try again, but with more children. <laughs> like that was so much fun. Like he screwed up the most basic test with the worst possible thing, which was never done. Yeah, that's actually cool. You know at that. That's why you see that in some area that's good that these people are encouraging. But then you wonder if somehow this guy passes the command training with Jack Ransom being the trainer or something. That ship is doomed. Yeah, and also I love the fact that when he goes for the security training with the Borg simulation, he that was like my note was literally you know Rutherford goes full upgrade. Ah, right, nice, nice. Yeah, it's almost the same exact shots from that movie where the camera kind of follows the. So yeah, that was I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's true. Like. Uh, in the last episode how we were loving Tendi's character a lot and like how you know her enthusiasm been on Star Trek and relating ourselves with that like this episode i think it was we basically rooted for Rutherford everywhere he went like we related to him a lot like last episode i was saying that i didn't know much about him but yeah i really liked him in this episode it was uh, good to see that you know Rutherford being uh, who he is i mean we obviously knew that uh, you know engineering was always going to be his love so when he went on this whole thing of changing careers i like that everyone was very encouraging of him. and when he you know realized that maybe these things are not for him and he really loves engineering even then it wasn't like a thing that it was uh, he had to hide it or he had to like you know uh, stress out about it he simply spoke his mind and everybody was like okay fine good like you have to follow your dreams and do what you want and i think that's such a cool thing it's such a low key positive uh, you know message that the show has like i really like it it feels a lot more you know what star trek should be about okay so now let's move on to the in the second plot of the story which was the mariner and boimler story they have to basically take a klingon down to this planet and escort him but everything goes wrong when they go to the Klingon district which is absolutely beautifully animated by the way that was some uh, i noticed like all the planets in this are absolutely beautifully animated even the saritos looks beautiful one thing that i think we missed in the last episode and we should talk for is as you mentioned just appreciate the work of the new age animators because i know this is not live action and there's no acting and all of that and during this covid times it's difficult like i just want to appreciate that the work the animators are doing i can see some very strong similarities between the characters or let's say the style with rick and morty but then that's understood given that the writer removed on and the current generation is enjoying this kind of animation i think probably that is the effect but then i'm loving that so no complaints from that end. okay anyway so uh, boimler and mariner basically have to go on this whole journey where they have to survive on this new planet on their own while trying to find the klingon general you know corin and basically the whole episode's thing is boimler is trying to be the by the book i know this i know that and then at every turn it's just like he absolutely sucks at everything 
and then mariner has to basically come in and save his ass from you know completely getting demolished by either like a big blue alien or the andorian so that was really funny and i really liked how you know poemler's frustration you can see by the end where he's like all beat up and he's like i'm going to ju- i'm just going to quit starfleet and this is not for me and this and that and i was like yeah i, I know what he's talking about because i've had days like this but those were absolutely everything sucks and you just want to quit and it's nice to see that uh, mariner who's been like kind of making fun of him all day for you know being excited about having this assignment and then not knowing anything about the real world he kind of sees his frustration and she orchestrates the whole ferengi encounter which was like it was a predictable thing but then i was really glad to see mariner do that for him as much as she likes to make fun of him she recognizes his you know emotions and also that kind of like he is uh, important to starfleet in a way even though she says that she may not care about starfleet and this and that but she obviously cares about uh, boimler and how much he loves starfleet that was a nice thing to see yeah the chemistry is something to be worth explored sometimes i feel for boimler sometimes i don't i don't know like it's a mix of emotions <laughs> like as you watch the entire episode and i am actually very curious about manimer's previous experience that she keeps on talking about throughout the entire episode yeah, definitely dude she she keeps on referencing things that are basically just original series and next generation episodes but she's not 200 years old right like if it turns out that she's a traveler or something then you might never know yeah no that was one of the jokes in the thing when general corin and her meet for the first time she's like we did some gray up stuff back in the day and boimler is like back in the day we're the same age what are you talking about that's the point i think it's a really great relationship that boimler and mariner have which is like a you know younger sibling older sibling type of relationship where boimler is like the younger sibling who's constantly either he's like at times annoying because he's trying to seem smart and uh, boimler is the one who's basically like the older sibling who has to take charge of the situation when necessary and she has that you know devil may care type of attitude and then she also has moments where she kind of feels uh, you know sorry for boimler and she tries to help him so i think that's a really good relationship i think the statement will age poorly if they ever you know try to do the whole romance no but anyway otherwise also like so many references to so many references to 90s trek okay so you know we talked about characters a lot so then let's go to the later half and the last part of our episode where we talk about our favorite scenes so this time i won't go first and just tell the whole episode let you go first okay so tell us a few scenes that you liked a lot first of all my favorite was the opening the cold opening which might have been like the a plot of any uh, you know other episode where they find this trans dimensional energy creature and mariner basically milks all his life energy for a new tricord <laughs> that was like so uh, dark and funny i absolutely loved it then obviously you had i loved all the references to rakpigino hitomer accords section 31 speed walking whatever that is and also like kirk hands which is like this classic move captain kirk used to do to you know subdue people back in the day obviously the last like it was so nice to see another ferengi in star trek again like we haven't seen a good ferengi since quark in ds9 i think so it was really nice to see a ferengi and it was a good subversion like at first i thought maybe they were going this whole route of oh are they really going to do that trope of like ferengis are these nefarious uh, golem like creatures but then we you know when that twist happens and what i really liked about that like even if, when you saw that twist coming it was the the nice thing was you see the ferengi and he's like completely dressed like a businessman with a monocle and he's very erudite and aristocratic that i really loved but it was so nice to see so many things again you know like andorians 
just was a really nice thing like uh, seeing andorians again i really and uh, mariner's whole thing of diplomatic deescalation is i'll buy the next five rounds for everyone <laughs> yeah another another favorite moment of mine i want to do uh, talk about was uh, rutherford you know when he tries to be you know a medical officer and he's supposed to you know keep that patient calm and uh, he's like your probability to of dying is 18% okay it just went to 20% maybe you should do something about that heart rate and everything is like something about dilithium burns and like oh you have dilithium burns you should be dead man it's just like oh my god like you know he is very reminiscent of i would say vulcans and data and all of that but then he has some eq so probably more towards the vulcan side and that's why we love him a lot he's kind of like emotionally tone deaf but he's such a you know nice person and he's so pure love for engineering it feels like we're uh, endeared to him and yeah that was uh, the last shot of the thing where uh, tendy and him are in the jeffries tube and she's watching the pulsar on the pad and he's watching the uh, eps conduits and they both are like you know this is so beautiful and i really love those moments so those are the kind of moments are like which are which i feel like are moments that are just for us who are fans of star trek like why we love star trek so beyond just the writing why we love the whole idea of space and science and engineering and all that so i think it, that was a really beautiful moment just for people like us so far i think lower decks is a really good show for um, first of all star trek fans and just i think science and space nerds in general like as like a science nerd it really makes you feel warm and nice to see people who also like love space and science and uh, exploration in the same way one thing which pops up and i would not prolong this long i will just quickly end it two or three minutes like one thing which bugs me i don't know is that these shows are amazing and we are watching them we are thoroughly enjoying them but i wonder are these shows for people who have never watched star because you see the small callbacks to to previous seasons or the entire history of star trek is so huge like if you start watching from day one each episode a day probably your entire life will finish and you won't be able to finish all of it so the library is so huge so i wonder that how are they attracting younger generation or new generation to this new star trek and still keeping the feels that they're connected to history and everything is tied down because if you do too much of referencing then new audiences tend to lose interest we can see from our podcast i'm sure like 10 seconds into our podcast they won't know what this means and what that means and they'll be like what the hell are these guys talking about and they'll stick tune off like these episodes are for people who are watching the episode right and probably in a off chance if somebody likes what we are talking they'll watch an episode or two in the rarest of cases that's like one thing which bugs me yeah what i think is like lower decks especially because it's so reminiscent of you know 90s trek i think you can't watch it directly because lower decks i think is a direct sequel to tng then ds9 then voyager and then i think lower decks so to fully appreciate it i think you have to have seen at least those three shows but if you're just going into it as a casual fan i think you will definitely enjoy it because it's still a funny show and you definitely like the characters so i don't know about the whole of star trek and i don't know how much newcomers will enjoy it but i definitely think there is some value to watching it i mean if you are like a teenager or if you are just just like you know starting to get into star trek i think this is a very positive show because it has such like just nice moments i think they they will uh, make the viewer more endeared to the whole world of star trek which is i think a good gateway into the rest of the universe so i think yeah if you watch lower decks if you watch it and if you like it then definitely i think it will be a good gateway show for you know getting into more of star trek yeah might be like i hope so like people get into star trek watching these shows in whatever way they can but i don't know like i feel that our opinions in this matter is heavily biased because yes definitely i can't think of unlearning all of star trek and looking at it from a third perspective because i don't know how will that feel like there's so much of star trek that you know we've seen and we've known that i don't know how to just distinguish myself from that and just see this as a individual episode and that is why i think like 
we're seeing such low reviews in these forums yeah, no i can definitely imagine if uh, me being a, just a casual fan who maybe hasn't discovered his love of science fiction yet and watching something like lower decks with like space cows and rutherford's whole thing with exploring different careers on the ship and everything i think as like someone who is discovering their love for sci-fi i think lower decks would be a really nice uh, show to explore these different corners of sci-fi and you know grow into your love of sci-fi so yeah you never know maybe maybe somebody like some kid will be like okay lower i i i see lower decks and i absolutely love this whole the whole weird shit and i want to see more of it and then they'll you know get into like all the other shows hopefully let's see because it's definitely not not as you know drama heavy as discovery and picard or even enterprise and it doesn't have season lock arc so you can just watch any episode and you know have fun with it and if you become at least even a little, little curious i think then the show's done more than its job that portion but yeah overall a good episode nice yes. reviews looking forward to more yes absolutely i definitely need like a proper you know tendy de- uh, dedicated to tendy episode because uh, i really missed her in this one yeah i guess so again it's like shorter right if you compare it with the live action one so probably they'll have to squeeze in more the star trek formula you know some characters get a few episodes focused on them and then you get other characters so yeah i am sure there'll be an episode dedicated completely to tendy i just hope it's very soon so yeah. thank you so much there's nothing else probably to discuss we'll come back with a new episode and till then bye bye till then kapla kapla thank you to all the listeners i'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions so bye